Welcome to Evolving Still, the podcast. My name is Ebony, and I'm the founder of Evolving Still, a lifestyle brand dedicated to changing the conversation around mental health and helping others become the best version of themselves. The purpose of this podcast is to prioritize mental health in our everyday conversations. In each episode, we seek to gain perspective, extend grace, and equip ourselves with the necessary tools for this journey. Essentially, our goal is to evolve still. Welcome to the eighth episode of Evolving Still, the podcast. Today, I have a special guest with me, and Kinge is a podcaster herself, um, and her podcast is called The Things We Don't Want to Talk About. I have her on this show because she is a dear friend of mine. We've been friends since high school and just kept in touch over the years. She did go to that other school, but <laughs> I won't hold that against her. Um, and Kinge, say hi. Yeah. Hi, everyone. Uh, my name is Nkinge. I am so happy to be here. Um, um, this is my first time as a guest. So yes. I'm like, Whoa, okay, this is new, but I am loving it. Um, I'm happy to be here, and I'm excited to get into this conversation today. Yes, I'm excited. This is a conversation that Nkinge actually started on her podcast, um, and we are kind of just diving into it. Um, from a different perspective and talking about a little bit of different things on this episode. So I'm excited for you guys to hear it and to get your feedback. So as I usually do, we have an icebreaker. Um, Today we're going to be doing this or that. So are you ready? Yep. Okay. (laughs) Teaching or podcasting? Hmm. Of course we'll say depending on the day and thinking (laughs) longevity. So... If podcasting was to pay as much as my teacher's salary did, mm. I would definitely say podcast. Okay, I definitely. like that. Mm-hmm. Um, I know you are a traveling girl, so yes. Atlanta or Miami? Oh, let's see. Miami gives me those vibes, but <laughs> Atlanta is just always a good time. I can say Atlanta is my, I feel like if I was to relocate right now, they say you got to move, it would be Atlanta. So I'm going to say Atlanta. Wow. Um, okay, acts of service or mm. gifts? This is such a, so it's crazy. I just redid my five love languages test uh, last week with my kids at work. So let's see, gifts or acts of service? This is a tough one because there's been times where I got a gift and I wasn't happy because I really wanted that person to do an act of service for me. So we're going to say overall, I'm going to have to say acts of service acts of service <laughs> acts of service yeah because the gift is not always a good gift maybe so you know yeah. i would be a little upset like but you still want gifts i just... yes i still want <laughs> gifts it's like sometimes when people are just trying to give you a gift to shut you up that's <laughs> the <difference>. so, <laughs> that's okay the last one mm-hmm. um and i think you may find this one also hard uh quality time or words of affirmation Mm, that is actually such an easy one for me to probably. Yes, words of affirmation. That's really? my number one love language. So my down, I wouldn't even say it's a downfall. So like I said, I just did my five love language tests. Um, physical touch is absolutely 0% for me. Really? Yes, I do not like physical touch. <laughs> um, like, please don't touch me. Like, I'm not a touchy-feely person. Um, and quality time, I do not spend time with people. <laughs> so, like, 
I, honestly, I'm not one. Rich thought you had for that. Oh my god, we just go. I go over house and we just do nothing together. Yeah, absolutely not. No. Like, <laughs> like we're not going to sit here and do nothing together because it's just like that's just so much time wasted, and we could do that on the phone. And I don't know what to say. I think if I have a place now and stuff, I'm just used to being by myself. So yeah. if we're not partying or we're doing something or we're actively doing something, the quality time is like, um, even with guys like that, like, we don't need the excessive amount of time spent. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm really weird. So you're not one of those people that's like, oh, yeah, um, I don't care what we do as long as we do it together. Oh, absolutely not. <laughs> okay. And then when people be like, oh, I just want to, I just want to, what they say? I want to live in your skin. <laughs> No, I don't want to skin. No. I like mine. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> fair, fair. Yes. Very fair. Um, that's, that's literally so funny. Okay. So we can jump into this main topic, right? All right. Okay. So today, as you can tell from the title of this podcast, we're going to be talking about vulnerability, mm-hmm. um, but not just vulnerability, but what happens and how do we navigate vulnerability when it goes wrong mm-hmm. or not necessarily wrong, but it just doesn't work out the way that we expect it, right? Mm, yeah. Um, because as you've said on your podcast, as everyone I think who talks about vulnerability um, kind of announces, is it's not always the easiest thing to no. do. Um, and so yeah. they say, like, be vulnerable, be vulnerable. Mm-hmm. But then, like, when it doesn't work out, mm, yeah, and we don't have those conversations. Right, we don't mm-hmm. have those conversations. Um, so I'll just jump in with the first question, mm-hmm. which is why is vulnerability important to you? Mm-hmm. Okay, so for one, okay, so it's funny because I'm thinking about like when I think about vulnerability, I think about my vulnerability hangovers that I have, okay. which is something that we also don't talk about that much of, and that's something that Brene Brown talks in um, her books. I want to say Daring Greatly, but I, don't quote me. I know for sure it's one of her books. <laughs> um, Vulnerability is important because it allows me to like see who you are as a person underneath your mask. Okay. So I'm appearing to be one thing just by my physical appearance or maybe what I put out, but that is not necessarily always who we are as people. Um, But we kind of train ourselves to kind of show the part we think people want to hear or people will like. So if you're not vulnerable with me, it's kind of like we're only at a surface Mm -hmm. and I can't go beyond the surface um, until you are able to be vulnerable. Because to be vulnerable is to me, or to me it means like you're able to say, this is my naked truth. Yeah. Like it may not be the right thing, the bad thing, or the good thing, but this is what it is. Yeah. That's kind of how I look at it. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. I think vulnerability to me is really, um, for me to be vulnerable with someone, mm-hmm. um, it's me showing my true self. I think mm-hmm. that vulnerability is really giving people, I don't want to say it's giving people, but like one thing that I've learned that's so important in, you know, about being in love Mm -hmm. and and stuff like that is like when you're in love, when you are vulnerable with someone else, um, you give them the ability to hurt you. And Mm, it's like that you're trusting them not to. Right. Mm -hmm. And so out of the context of a relationship, when I'm being vulnerable with someone, I'm almost exposing my insecurities. I'm almost exposing my scars mm-hmm. and I'm trusting you or I'm at least trying to trust you not to mm-hmm. um, kind of overdo it, <laughs> right? Yeah. Like, I'm trusting you not to harm me, to cause me harm. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that it's so important that, you know, we do that because if not, you never know the people in your life, if they're actually, like, for you or not. Mm-hmm. Like, and I think, 
to not cut you off, you bring up a good point I just heard you say when you were saying, like, I'm having a brain fart. But when you, like, when we go back and we look at, like, I'm, I'm, I'm exposing myself to you. And I'm yeah. exposing all of me to you. Yeah. In a way where not only I want you to understand me or to not overdo it, but I want you to kind of respect what I'm saying. Yeah. And also, I think the part about being vulnerable is we want the conversation to go a certain way. So when we tell you these things, yeah. and when we expose ourselves, we want it to go a certain way. So when we don't get the response that we're looking for, mm-hmm. that's when it comes, like, why did I even share it to begin with? Right. Yes. Yeah. And, like, I think a good... Um, we this kind of goes into the next question Mm -hmm. a big thing in the conversation of being vulnerable is like how do you know who to be vulnerable with like how do you know um if this person is worthy of Mm -hmm. your vulnerability and you know what i've been thinking about this a lot lately and this is something i'm even going into the new year with um I'm one of those people where where big things happen, I have like a chain of reaction, I want to call it. It may not be the right word or the correct word, but my list of friends who I tell, right? Yeah. And I get a different response from each one of them. And in my head, they don't know this, but I'm compiling how they responded. (laughs) And if I get too many responses that I don't like, you won't hear the next story (laughs) because you're not giving me that response that I'm looking for. But in reality, it's just like, when it comes to being vulnerable, you want someone who you could trust. Yeah. You feel like they're not judging you. But then there are those times where you're being vulnerable and you're sharing and doing this because you want that criticism or you want yeah. um, that advice. But then sometimes it's like you want to be heard. So it's the difference with someone just listening but actively listening and engaging, right? I'm not talking to just vent. Sometimes I'm talking because I want a conversation, right? Yeah. I don't want to talk at you. I want us to talk together. Right. So when it comes to picking people who are being vulnerable – or picking people you are vulnerable with, you think about the people who may understand where you are, like mm-hmm. understand your positionality, what you're going through. Um, have they had experiences where they can relate to you so they will understand? So it's like you're not talking to a brick wall. <laughs> yes. And then also it's like, will this person not tell my business? Like, period. That's yes. a big thing. You know, when it's friends, will you tell my business? Will you understand me? Or are you looking for that bad thing in my life for you to be happy over? Yeah. And then with guys, you know, it's different. So I feel like with guys and with vulnerability, it's more so us telling our feelings. Yeah. You know, like, okay, yeah. I'm so And I deal with that a lot. I'm more so scared and not vulnerable when it comes to guys. Okay. Not friends. <laughs> I can be vulnerable with anybody. But when it comes to a guy, it's like I kind of walk on eggshells a bit mm. until I feel like I'm not going to get rejected. Yeah. So it's not about you telling my business or you not understanding me. I'm scared of getting rejected. So you have to figure out or vent or be vulnerable with people that can understand where you are at. Yes. Yeah. It's so funny because mm-hmm. you sound like um, a friend of mine. Uh-huh. Um, and we've talked about how you and this friend are similar. Yeah. Really? Other, yes. Um, oh, yes. 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 And you sound exactly <laughs> like that friend. Yes. <laughs> Um, no, I think that you absolutely have to choose who you're being vulnerable with mm-hmm. by assessing if they have the capacity and the capability to even understand where you are, right? Yeah, and so I don't, I try not to have people in my life that I feel like are not for me. Mm-hmm. And I think that being vulnerable with people and if, I don't necessarily like the reaction that I get. Mm -hmm. Not that I don't like what they're saying, but I just don't feel like they supported me or they, like, were able to, you know, handle my vulnerability. Um, I have to then act accordingly, like, going forward, right? Mm -hmm. 
But I think that as I am moving into this, like, trying to become the best version of myself Mm -hmm. and, like, trying to always show up whole, I think Mm -hmm. that I am more likely to try to be vulnerable. I mean, I'm just not, like, a tell-my-business to everybody type of person. Yeah, same, same. But if I like if you're my friend or whatever, mm-hmm. I will share, you know, how I'm feeling and, mm-hmm. and all that stuff. And it's kind of difficult for me because I've spent a long time almost being my own protector, right? Mm-hmm. And so like guarding yeah. my feelings mm-hmm. and guard and like people um in high school would be like, do you even care? Like, mm-hmm. do you have feelings? Because yeah. I was so, and I wasn't doing it intentionally, mm-hmm. but I was super, super sensitive as a child. And I kind of got the feeling that that was wrong in mm-hmm. a sense. Not wrong, but my family's just not sensitive. So I didn't gotcha. fit in. And mm-hmm. so as a child, I subconsciously like grew this thick skin. And then it was like, people are looking at me like, are you okay right. like why don't you have feelings yeah like where's that like, right and so now i am trying to meet in the middle right and have mm-hmm. that and i'm trying to like be authentically myself mm-hmm. so i don't i'm i'm trying not to be as guarded with people who i'm vulnerable with initially mm-hmm. and just acting accordingly if you give me a reason like not to be vulnerable with you mm-hmm. again then not nah. Then so, like, so like not being on the fence immediately but getting on the fence with the reason now. right but I'm also not a friendly person so yeah, this is yes. still to like a limited number of people yeah and see and you are not lying you have been that way and for me it's the opposite <laughs> yes so I'm a sensitive person and I'm trying to learn now how to protect my heart yes so I'm, I'm like the total opposite with yeah. you so I relate to you like you were similar and it wasn't the thing it, it wasn't the thing in my house either like yeah. that whole like King is the emotional one yes. like my daddy always says to this day king you're the one that we have to watch because your heart is so big yeah and it's like that's so irritating like, why are you not praising me for my heart being so big you know why is it such a bad thing but for me sometimes and i'm starting to notice this more i'm starting to think maybe i overshare mm. you know and not overshare in a bad way and i don't even think i really could even say i overshare because now i think about having like oh my friend like king you are so secretive or blah 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 so i do only share with my selected few but it's like, I feel like even when I'm telling things, if I don't get that engagement that I need, yeah. it feels like, what was my point of even sh- sharing, right? Right. Where you feel like, okay, this vulnerability moment just went haywire. Yeah. So it's like, for me, I'm trying to find that balance of being true to myself, being an empathetic person. So I feel like my sensitivity goes beyond. It's like that empathy, yeah. deep, empathetic individual. So I take on what others feel, which yeah. makes it even harder to be vulnerable. Because I'm trying to people please at the same time as I'm sharing. Yeah. So it's like I want to find my middle of me being able to guard my heart, right? But guard my heart in a way um, where I do continuously allow people in but still protect me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think I think that that is what you just said about, like, being able to <clears throat> guard your heart is what, ev- like, I don't want to say everyone has to, like, 
you it's either like a spectrum like you're mm-hmm. either really good at it you're like too good at it yep or you're like not good at all mm-hmm. and i'm super empathetic i'm i am one of those per- people that like if it affects me it affects me deeply like mm-hmm. i feel everything which is Same. why i went into almost like self perseverance mode mm-hmm. as a child and i was like you know i can't operate in the world if I feel everything right Mm -hmm. and so I had and you know these are just the different ways we Mm -hmm. cope with the same problem Mm -hmm. um but I think that it's really really important to like you said like I said find that middle ground and like learn from your experiences almost yeah and it's like use that middle ground to like not look at everyone as an outsider that's trying to harm yeah but Hey, just accept the people for who they are, right? And I mean, mm. fortunately, we, I mean, I guess we, we're biased because we don't, we are not those girls that are the, hey, I met you today and here's all my business for the last <laughs> 24 years. Right, not no, happening. No. Um, absolutely not. I still have friends where I won't tell and I've known them for 24 <laughs> years. So we, you know, we can't, we're not those people, but it's like, um, and I guess the problem is we expect people to be who they say they are, but yes. they're not sometimes, you know? <laughs> So, it's like the balance of we just taking a chance, you know? Mm. And we're hoping that this chance doesn't backfire in us. But even if it does, we still can move on. Yeah. I think... Um, like, I feel like we can move on to be like, you know what? That didn't work. But I'm sharing enough to where I'm being vulnerable. But we don't have to confuse being vulnerable with me telling all my business. Yes. It's a difference. There's definitely a difference between mm-hmm. being vulnerable and oversharing. Oversharing, yes. Yes. Um, and so how do you prepare yourself to be vulnerable? Like mm-hmm. we talk about vulnerability being hard. Mm-hmm. Um, and a lot of times it brings anxiety in people. Mm-hmm. It brings up like insecurities, yeah. all of those things. So like what is your, I guess, process mm-hmm. um, of preparing to be vulnerable with someone? And, you know, I'm going to use me with guys primarily because that's when I have to build this, like, courage of a madman. Like, I mean, it's really horrible. Like, I have to almost type it out. So, like, sometimes if it's, like, a big argument and I'm, like, really trying to share some things that I probably wanted to tell you two months ago, I'm, like, going to the notes back to, like, reflect. It's, like, my outline for my students. Like, I got an outline. Like, I'm trying to hit these topics. These are the small details. Um, I really have to, you know, prepare myself how to talk. Mm-hmm. So, being someone, like I said, that is an over-empathetic person, I'm instantly thinking, how are you going to take it, and how do I word it, so that you take it in a way that you're going to understand it for a good thing. But I don't put myself first of how I want you to know it. So, sometimes I have to prepare by saying, this is the truth, but how can I say the truth in a way that's not harmful? Yes. So, I have to prepare myself in terms of getting my mind ready for having that disappointment, um, not shying away from it. And, like, I will use every excuse to not do it. So I will talk around the idea, talk about everything but it, <laughs> eat myself up. I kind of have to be cornered on a way. It's almost hard. Like, it's really hard for me sometimes to be completely vulnerable because I'm scared I'm going to hurt that next person. So to be completely honest, I feel like I haven't all the way built up my toolbox to prepare me. I more so have to be like pushed in with those, pushed in with those cage animals. (laughs) No, it's like that again, you and you and my friend, I do not. We are twins. Y'all are twins. Twinsies. No, I think, so for me, I think that I, I'm such a like, 
logical person, but okay. I also have this like I don't want to say pessimistic, but like I, I have to go. Way. I have uh-huh. to do worst case scenario, right? Mm, so, okay. so what I've learned about vulnerability mm-hmm. is that on the opposite, on the other side of vulnerability, is just my fear. Right, there's like nothing there mm-hmm. except for fear. If I'm being yeah. vulnerable, the truth is the truth is the truth, mm-hmm. and no one can really hurt me with like that's the fear that someone can hurt me with something that's already true. Mm-hmm. It's just not. It's irrational almost, right? Mm-hmm. Like the only thing that is holding me back from being vulnerable mm-hmm. is fear, and mm-hmm. so with that, mm-hmm. I have to like have these weird like okay what's the worst case scenario if i'm vulnerable with this person Mm -hmm. what is gonna hurt my feelings the most it Mm -hmm. sounds very bad but i'll be like what 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 would hurt my feelings the most okay if this person said you know if it's someone that i thought cared about me Mm -hmm. or care you know and i said oh this thing you did hurt my feelings Mm -hmm. and they're like I don't care, right? right? That would hurt my feelings, right? Because right? yeah. it's like, I thought we were good, and you actually really hurt me. Yeah. And then I'm being vulnerable, and you kind of rejected my vulnerability. Not even rejected my vulnerability. Mm-hmm. You just said you didn't care. <laughs> like, yeah, like, you absolutely didn't That's care. the worst thing that could happen. And so then that's I'll true. say. That is true. I'll wow. say, oh, okay. But I am one of those people, even, like, with telling my friends, mm-hmm. you know, when they're dating and things like that, like, you want to know how this person feel about you. Whether you're ready to accept it or not, whether it hurts your feelings or not, you need to know how this person feels about you. And so... That is true. If I, it, yeah, so yeah. if I'm vulnerable with you mm-hmm. and I'm going to see your reaction, I can take your reaction and say, okay, like this is how you feel. Right. And, and move forward, whether yeah. it's good or bad. And that's mm. not to say, you know, I don't feel feel it I'm not hurt mm-hmm. and I'm not you know I still have those emotions right because I'm human oh. but it just puts everything in perspective for me and you know you saying that and you made it just sound very easy so <laughs> I mean maybe my next situation I need to die well what's the worst that could happen it's not I don't think I don't think that it's easy it, it, it allows me to get over the fear of being vulnerable with people now the, the situation and, mm-hmm. and what actually happens following i think is probably the same for other people who you know struggle with vulnerability mm-hmm. but it gives me the push i need to like do it <laughs> and you know what i think i should try that because i think with me I don't even think of the worst thing because if I think too far about this worst You're thing, not gonna do I'm not going to do it. So, I, But I feel like you just deal with it on the front end instead of that back end. Yeah. You prepare and then they're probably telling me prepare some more notes. <laughs> so, then, <laughs> so that when I get there, I'm like, oh, yes, I was ready for that comeback. Because think about it. If you know the worst thing they're going to do, you can plan. It's like what it says. If you know, if you get this amount wrong, you're going to have this grade, you're going to do it that way to get what you want out of it. Yes. So when you put it like that, that is a great tool. You know, <laughs> I can still evolve that way. Like <laughs> that was a good. You really had me thinking. Like, okay, next one. Check. I'm gonna have me in my mind. Like I was sitting here and she told me to think about that worst thing. And it's not even about having a pessimistic view, maybe, but it's more so about I'm preparing myself for the fear because that has nothing to do with that other person right that they don't even know sometimes that that fear exists in you they're just taking you especially when it comes to guys they're taking you for what they see right they're not looking at anything deeper this very much surface 
So this fear I have created is a fear that I have within myself. Like I'm scared of myself like, yes. at that point. Like and it's really made up. Yes. So <laughs> it's just time to debunk the made upness. So that's a good one. Yeah. You haven't really think about that one. It has to go in my notebook. Like okay. seriously. <laughs> let me see let me know if it works out. Yes. Next situation. Like <laughs> Um, so the next question is what do you do when being vulnerable doesn't go the way you expect it? So mm-hmm. just kind of piggybacking off of right. like you prepare yourself mm-hmm. um for this for being vulnerable with someone mm-hmm. and it doesn't go the way that you thought it was so if mm-hmm. it's your friend and you thought you know this is my best friend this is my right. home girl you know and mm-hmm. they really don't feel the same the way that I thought they felt about me mm-hmm. or if it's a partner if it's a guy like you know you almost get your feelings hurt how mm-hmm. do you um like what do you do and how do you deal with that you know what I think this is a really good question because I deal with this a lot so there are many times, and I'll give a few, like about a couple examples of this. One that is really, really, really big for me is when I'm vulnerable on Instagram. Mm. So this one is the most meaningful to me in which I'm trying to create, or one, I feel like I'm a very, and it's not even a, a phrase or a word, but I make it up. I feel like I'm an intersectional person. Mm-hmm. So I have two pages for a reason because I want to separate my life of me having fun because I don't think people understand my fun is a way of my break from being this person with all these titles. Yeah. So I can't be vulnerable in that way. And there's different ways when it comes to being vulnerable, right? You're vulnerable with how you dress. You're vulnerable with how you speak, the things that you do. Um, you know what I'm saying? On my Friday to Sunday, right? That's different from my Monday through Thursday. But I don't want you to shame me or look at me as who is she, right? I'm confused as to who she is. So I can't be my vulnerable self. Yeah. So on social media, when it comes to me posting, and I'm trying to get into the habit of being more consistent when I'm posting and talking about um, different things I've gone through, because I know they're relatable, but I also know that I'm having a vulnerability hangover because I'm not going to get sometimes the reactions that I'm looking for. And even still, when I make long posts, fortunately, I haven't had a problem with, like nobody or everybody just straight had dissed me when I, you know, posted something. But you don't get the accolades as it is when you post a big accomplishment, right? Or not everyone is to their woke self when it comes to being self-aware. So, yes, I have the balls and I can make those connections and talk about my wrongdoings or my shortcomings or things I'm trying to work through. But when you don't get that praise, like, oh, keep going. Like, oh, my God, I guess I'm going through the same thing. You feel like I just talk too much. And am I putting too much out? So when it comes to, like, me, honestly, when it doesn't go the way I want it to, I stop. And I go on, like, hiatuses or, like, for example, even um, I, I made a post. I was talking about how, like, I don't like other holidays, right? And being being vulnerable, being vulnerable about that. And that's, like, that's not a conversation people have talked about prior to the last five years, at least for me, yeah. of, like, the people who, like, are not big into the holidays. Yeah. Or, like, it, it makes me down, you know? So it's, like, I'm being vulnerable about that and I don't get the, oh, it's going to be okay type of thing, it it, it kind of hurts my feelings. Yeah. And it makes me where I don't do it. So I have to build the courage up again to do it again. And I'm getting better at it. And, like, how um, or one thing I do that works, if I know I'm about to spill out and have, like, a vulnerability hangover, I will just close the app and act like I didn't post anything. And then every single time I go in there, I have like 20 comments or something. Yeah. I'd be like, oh my God, they did like it. But I can't like keep refreshing, keep refreshing. Yeah. It's too much for me. So it's like, it may not go the way I expected it. But over time, I know where to progress up. So that's how I deal with it on that end. 
And then when it comes to guys, it makes me shut down a bit. And it makes me, and even with friends, it makes me feel like you just don't understand me. And then I look at people like, how have you been around me this whole time? You don't understand me. You're just not getting it. Yeah. It made me feel like, okay, yeah, like you just don't, like, you just don't get it. It's like, maybe we should just stop here, right? And it's like, I have that spectrum of doing too much or doing too little. And it's like, oh, yeah, now I'm like, oh, no, I got to stay away from you because you may hurt me because you just don't even understand it. Yeah. And I just, like, start doing the most. So I feel like it comes from not having those small instances of being able to be vulnerable. Oh, like, it's a bill, it's a bill, it's a bill. Yeah. And, like, where I go from saying, so, saying completely nothing, and I just got, oh, so much to say. But it's really just a build-up. Yeah. So for me, it's like, when it doesn't go, like, my expected way, I just kind of hide mm. um, because I feel intimidated. Yeah. And I feel pressured. So, I want to get into the habit of being okay with it, just not going the way, the way I want it to go. Because I can't control people, yeah. their actions, the things. I only can only control me. So, if I'm um, okay with how I handled it and what I did, that's good enough. Yeah. Yeah. I think that being vulnerable is definitely difficult. And I also share that, like, when I'm vulnerable, if it doesn't go necessarily the way that I want it to, I can shut down. Mm -hmm. Um, But I've had to decide that, you know, a part of being who I want to be in this world means that I have to be vulnerable. And I Mm -hmm. can't be vulnerable for other people, right? Like, I can't mm, be okay. for the benefit, or not even for the benefit, but, like, mm-hmm. for the response from other people, right? Mm-hmm. And so, like, I totally understand um, putting something on social media and mm-hmm. being like, like, okay, I'm nervous. Like, you know, mm-hmm. I can't, I don't know, because now I'm just exposing this to the world, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. And, like, it may not be received the way that I wanted it to. Mm-hmm. There might be, you know, lashback, whatever. Exactly. It's like, that's difficult. But I think that, for me, I have to be vulnerable. I have to be very intentional on my vulnerability because I'm so sensitive. And because gotcha. I feel... Um, I feel things like on a deeper level I have to say you know what like this is I actually need to know how how this person would react you know Mm -hmm. like so not on a larger scale because if it's on a larger scale I kind of just have to like prepare myself mentally like Mm -hmm. you don't know these people you don't care what they say (laughs) um but on a um smaller scale it's like okay I need to know how you're going to react so that I know how to move mm-hmm. next. You know, yeah. like, are we friends or are we not friends? Like, yeah. I need to understand. And so this is, like, kind of off topic. Mm-hmm. It's not off topic. It's off script. Mm-hmm. But um, I, the next question I wanted to ask was that how do you deal with being vulnerable with someone who is not vulnerable with you? Mm-hmm. And, like, do you then feel like you're oversharing mm-hmm. in those instances? Do you stop being vulnerable with them? Like, what does that look like? You know, it's so crazy. And I have one of these, actually with my, one of my best friends, she's not a, a vulnerable person. And it comes off as secretive to me. And I don't know if it's coming off as secretive because I am comfortable with myself in situations, so I am able to share, or she's really just a, a secretive person. And I don't like people that are secretive, so that's a problem for me. <laughs> but it's like, it's like, 
oh, hey, like, maybe I can help her, you know, maybe through my podcast. I hope as she continues to listen, she will maybe gain some skills. Because I just feel like, why aren't you open? Like, let's talk about these things. Like, why are things so surface level? Do you go any deeper, you know? And it's like the more I become more vulnerable and I'm self-aware, and I spend lots of time understanding myself. Like, I would literally spend days of time because it's so important to me. Yes. But that's not a value to people. Mm-hmm. They look that as this private life is a happy life. And I just hate <laughs> posts like that. I, I really do. Because people that say those posts, they really mean something else than what we try to say. Yes. So, for me, it's hard. Not hard. I use it as a teacher moment. And even with this guy who, he's becoming more... Vulnerable, I should say. But I feel like I have to teach them. And I feel like maybe what we could do to help people become more vulnerable, we continue to do it. We just continue and continue. And eventually they'll get the program or not. But I know one thing about me, I cannot. You're not about to sit here. I just gave you all this great, juicy news about me. I didn't let you into the deepest of deep. And you just, my girl, ah, yeah. Like, you don't have any relatable <laughs> moments here? Like, Below, you know, but no, seriously, it's like when someone is not vulnerable, you can either help them or maybe point out me. I, I'm getting good at it where I point it out. Like, <laughs> would you mind being a little bit more expressive? <laughs> so, and I don't use the word vulnerability because that word be scaring them. So I just, <laughs> I just say, would you mind saying more? Oh my god, <laughs> being a little more expressive or sh- tell me more. You know. <laughs> But no, I really try to be. It's, it's irritating because it's like I like talking. Like I look into the nitty gritty of it. Like, do you think I do with your childhood trauma? Like, you know, I'm just trying to understand. So, yeah, it's, it's hard. But I'm using it. I just got to put my Miss Robertson on and get to it. So yeah, yeah it's, it's, the it's, it's, it's the teacher in you. It's the teacher in you. It's so sure. in me, not on me. So it's just like it comes naturally. Like it's so funny because my my therapist once told me that I. Um, People don't sign up. She said, do you think that people um, feel uncomfortable, like, when you point out some of the stuff that they, like, didn't say? Uh Like, when I'm trying to make them be more vulnerable? And she was like, like, you know, people don't sign up for therapy when they come to talk to you. (laughs) Like, you're not a therapist. And I was like. that's the one. I said, Mm -hmm. Okay. And I do be trying to be Dr. Robertson. (laughs) And I'm not. I say, that's fair. That. (laughs) But I also will be like, mm, but I will say that it's, uh, it depends. It depends on the person. It depends on the circumstance. Because if someone says something to me and it doesn't make sense, mm-hmm. I like shut down. And so I'm not, I don't have that teacher, that yeah. teacher like say more. I'll just be like, mm, that's stupid. Yeah. Next. <laughs> and so like if somebody's being vulnerable, mm-hmm. I can find myself shutting down their vulnerability if I don't agree with it. And I have to, like, check that. And I have to, like, right, I have to come back and be like, that's not what I meant. Like, Mm -hmm. I understand what you were saying. To me, this is where I have to go back and explain, you know, my point. So I'm on the other side. I think I'm sometimes on the other side of Mm -hmm. that. Because I am vulnerable with people. It just depends on who you are. And I can find myself in situations Mm -hmm. with certain people that, and they're like, why don't you say more? Because Mm -hmm. I'm an observant person, though. So, like, I will observe the situation. I'm Mm going to observe, like, if you say something to me, I'm going to 
like try to figure out how do you feel about this? Like, what right. are your the psychology of it all? Right. Like, what does your face say? Right, <laughs> right. Like, how do you feel? Like, how do you expect me to really respond? Right. What is your expectations of me through this conversation? And uh-huh. so, because I'm like going through all of this stuff in my head, mm-hmm. the other person is like thinking that I'm shutting down their vulnerability when I'm just really Got just you. puzzled. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you're really trying to make. Like, make some type of understanding with what they're saying. Yeah, I'm very inquisitive that way. But I think that yes, you like, are, like, you're just a teacher. So you're like, okay, this is a teachable moment. Whereas mm-hmm. I'm like, hmm, I'm perplexed. But you know what that is in you? It's your med school in you. <laughs> like, you have the doctor in you. So The investigator. The investigator. So it's like, and I'm, I'm, I do believe, they're just like back in there, like, we do, like, little things. Like, oh, these skills you have means you're going to do this in life. Yeah. Those skills have always remained the same for me. They have always been same. a teacher, a social worker, you know, something in that thing of humans or what was the one at cast? What was that uh, that focus called? Human resources. Yes, I've always been that type of person. So, how you approach things goes back to how you deal with your day to day life. Yeah. So, being someone that is into science and math, or even if it's science or math, or even if it's just because you want to be a doctor, <laughs> um, you like you break down things you yeah. can um, analyze you know how to compartmentalize i'm saying a little off but you could do those things for me i'm a general yes so which is not a word but <laughs> i'm looking at like the okay so how can like we just get to this it you know right where you are able to break down and people don't like that if they're not able to analyze themselves yes but that's important because i feel like if we, you have you are able to give that skill you know okay like like let's connect the dots here like, like you know like, let's make it make some sense yeah. like it can't just be because it is. It's called cause and effect. You know, like, right. let's figure it out. So, I can understand how that could be hard for others. You know, if they don't understand your process. Yeah. They look at it as like, okay, like, what are you doing here? You know? <laughs> but it's like, no, I'm really trying to understand it for my own way. You know what I'm saying? So that we can have a meaningful conversation or just so that I can understand. Like, yeah. I'm thinking to understand. Yes. Yeah. And I think that you are, um, I think that by you like like you said having those skills mm-hmm. you're much better equipped to like automatically like go into teacher mode yeah. and how do you feel like okay again another mm-hmm. topic i mean question off script mm-hmm. um how do you feel people react to that do you feel like people are like why are you trying to be my teacher or do you feel like yes. people are like okay and they just like go along with yes. it and I have to catch myself because my daddy calls it, um, I try to belittle people. Okay. And I really try my best not to. But it's like I teach kids for a living. And I don't mean little kids. I do teach high school. But my job is to pull out more information or uh, my job is to really quite understand why and how did you get to this. So... Some people are like, girl, you is not my teacher. Like, you know, or like, I'm coming off as too bossy. Or I'm just, yeah. so I, I always have to end with, and now I'm getting better at it with, I'm just saying for what I understand it to be, yeah. you know? And I'm just trying to make sure that you get what this is. Yeah. Because it's just like, with the student with thinking that 10 plus 2 is 25, it's like, no, because you're just not getting it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But I need to make sure you get it. But dealing with adults who have their own minds, their own beliefs, their own values, that could be a little hard. That's like a push and pull. So... I have to catch myself just saying, you know what? Okay. You know, and, and being a little quieter. Because sometimes I'm a little too loud and I'm a little too voiceful. 
they feel like they don't have their power. Like I'm taking their power or something. Yeah. And it's not a power exchange. Trust me, it's an even exchange. Actually, I'm here to listen. Or you're here to vent. You know, or vice versa. So I think really catch myself. Like you know, okay. You're not a teacher, you know? And I only noticed it because people started telling me, like, okay, Yinge, like, I'm not your student. And I'm like, okay, I'm about to knock you all. And then it irritates me because it's like, but I'm not trying to be a teacher. Yeah. Like, I'm just It's being just me. who you are. Yeah, yeah, so then that really irritates me because it's like, okay, not a conversation over. <laughs> no, really, like, it's on my last skin, so. <laughs> okay. So that's how it is. Um, okay, thank you for that back on script. Um, if vulnerability has brought disappointment, and this is like a pivot back to the question about mm-hmm. how do you, like, what do you do when vulnerability doesn't go the way you want it to? Mm-hmm. Um, so next is if vulnerability brought you disappointment, how do you convince yourself to be vulnerable again? Or like, how mm-hmm. do you, so for you, social media, how mm-hmm. do you like, get yourself back to mm-hmm. sharing on social media because that's what you want to do or with a guy like how do you or do you just like in the relationship <laughs> or like how do you how does that work you know what and I think because now I'm getting better like as of recently um life it's not the end of the world like I'm having to really really teach myself that and that's I know it sounds very simple for others like they can rock out with that caca. They're like, girl, bye. You know, this one time is cool. But for me, it's hard. Like, so I'm just trying to get in that mentality of these these other people that just go on with their life. You know, they yeah. just say they just go on. You know, um, I'm really learning to just, it's okay. Yeah. Like, it's okay. Like, I mean, I'm not, God forbid, putting myself in any situation where it's just something so crazy is going to happen because I'm being vulnerable. Yeah. Okay, maybe your feelings are hurt that you didn't get, like, or maybe I'm, for me, it's fear and rejection of, like, feeling like people don't feel the same way about me. Mm. So, it's like, okay, and if this person doesn't, you just save yourself time. So, if you get to the point immediately and become more vulnerable on the front end, instead of that back end, you save time. And you can see if those people are going to make those meaningful connections with you for those really big, important moments where you do have to do a vulnerability hangover. Yeah. And it's best that, and I'm, I was telling my friends as lately, let's get to the point immediately. Like, let's just get to the point. Because if not, I'm dragging you along maybe for no reason. I could have been in it. And then try to get with somebody else who maybe would understand. And then with social media, it's like I have to close out and just come back. Like, and for me, like I said, dealing with like extreme overthinking and being a high a person with high functioning anxiety, um, that people please in me. Like, that's something that I, I live with. So, I have to just do it. Like, for me, it's literally a force of just having to do it because it's unnatural. It's an unnatural feeling for me. And being vulnerable, again, it's like, I'm thinking of it's like, my life is dependent on this here. Like, if I don't be vulnerable, like, I'm not being my true self. Yeah. So, you, sometimes you have to just push yourself. Even when you don't want to go to that gym or you don't want to do this, you're doing it because you need to do it, not because you want, want to, to do, do it. it. Like, I want to be that person that changes the trajectory of what we see on social media or how we look at um, black people or just how we look at women on social media. And for me, like, appearance-wise, like, let's just go deeper. You know, like, let's talk about the things that we don't want to talk about. And it's yes. like, how can I honor that if I don't do it again? So it's going to hurt me, but I can't even inspire somebody even just to do a bit if I'm going to keep being scared. Because then I think about it like this. If I don't, then who will? And now, you know what I'm saying? Somebody is 
taking the lane that I could have been in already. Yeah. So that's what kind of keep me going. I think what you said about how can I honor mm-hmm. that if I don't do it again is so important, right? Mm-hmm. Because it goes back to your why. Yeah. Like, why were you vulnerable in the first place, right? And I think exactly. that for me, that kind of goes into how I am able to be vulnerable again. Mm-hmm. And just this kind of realization that I'm having of like, the importance of just being who you are, I think mm-hmm. with like all the craziness, the COVID and all this other stuff, yes. it's just, it puts everything in perspective that like mm-hmm. time is literally limited and it's oh. not only limited, but like there's no, like you shouldn't really take many things too seriously because Absolutely it's not. like, <laughs> <laughs> this life is, it, I mean, is it's giving so very out. much, it's giving limited. very much, like, you said. <laughs> like yeah good luck with that right (laughs) so like when i when i can acknowledge that Mm -hmm. i also have to say you know i can't take myself too seriously or Mm -hmm. i can't take and balancing being true to myself and Mm -hmm. like limiting myself because i because the difference i realize that like if I don't do this, if I'm only showing up as 50% myself, mm-hmm. I'm not being true. I'm not being who I truly am. And mm-hmm. I'm limiting myself, all right? Yeah. I don't have, I can't grow, I can't evolve from this point if I'm mm-hmm. not showing up at 100%. And a part of showing up is vulnerability, right? And that's the way. And I feel like we have to think about, like, to exactly what you said, like, are you being vulnerable because you want to be accepted? Or are you being vulnerable because you're trying to, be truthful yes you can't be vulnerable because you want to tell people what they want to hear vulnerability is not based off of um acceptance rejection or fear it's based off this is who i am yes it's literally truth you can't base off of anything else so i think that's the problem we get into and me personally or even others that are um, can relate to the same when you we make vulnerability hard when we're doing it to make others accept us right because i think another thing is too i feel like we don't which is not a thing, maybe we fake our vulnerability. You know, mm-hmm. sometimes like we don't even know, like when you we don't know who you are, who you're talking about or making the idea of being vulnerable about can be quite difficult if it's not filled with truth. Yeah. Yeah. So it comes back to um, coming to terms with who you are and what that means for what it is, not yes. for what you want it to be. Right. Mm-hmm. And being vulnerable for other people is not vulnerability at all like you say it's people pleasing (laughs) it's definitely giving people pleasing and i'm i'm luckily um i can avoid that problem in life because i've never been a people pleaser like that's good i've Mm -hmm. been the opposite which probably is not good Mm -hmm. but like i'm like the person that would do something just because someone said no gotcha (laughs) like i'm the opposite i don't know what Mm -hmm. anti people pleasing is but i am that um i love it and so i don't i don't i was able to avoid you know being vulnerable to people please but i did have that struggle of like being not ever being vulnerable like got you because i'm always like on guard i'm always trying to protect myself i'm Mm -hmm. always but then i realized like i'm not living out who i am i'm not showing who i am i'm literally just showing up who i want people to think i am Mm -hmm. and so that truth is what you said about vulnerability being the truth Mm -hmm. is so important right because for me to be vulnerable and to expose my 
you know, weakness, my, my areas that I feel are most dear to me, mm-hmm. right? I have to be who I am, simply. Yep. Yeah, and you have to be who you are in all of you, right? In right. every way, regardless of how that may appear to others. Because then you, I feel like when you do that, you weed out who's not supposed to be there. Absolutely. Because people take up space, and why do I need you to take up too much space of mine? Yeah. Not doing it. No. <laughs> Unacceptable. Um, mm. That was the last question yeah. of the day. I thank you so much thank for um, coming on the show. Mm-hmm. If you have any, like, main point or main thing that you want to say, um, you can. If not, thank you so much for being a part of this podcast. Thank you. This was absolutely amazing. And it's so funny. My next episode for my podcast, I have my first guest. So this was like absolutely (laughs) like I loved it. Like, wow. Like A plus (laughs) plus. So thank you for having me. And I feel like this is definitely the one. Like I really appreciate the moment. (laughs) And for sharing it with you. Thank you. So my mindful moment for this episode is for us to all think about a time when vulnerability went wrong. To think about all the things that discourage us from practicing vulnerability in our everyday lives. And to acknowledge that vulnerability simply exposes the truth. And it's the only way that we can authentically be ourselves. If we don't practice vulnerability, We're essentially hiding who we are, and it's just no point of that. I know that it hurts, and it doesn't feel good, and ultimately just makes a lot of people uncomfortable. But there are real reasons why vulnerability is so important to our mental health. And I think that at the end of the day, it just makes us stronger people. So I encourage everyone to do, as Mian and Kinge said in this episode, Get that vulnerability action plan. Think about how you're going to prepare yourself to be vulnerable. And don't shy away from thinking about worst case scenario. How am I going to take care of myself after I'm being vulnerable? Whether it goes my way or it doesn't. Thank you for listening to today's episode. At Evolving Still, we believe that we all owe it to ourselves to evolve, no matter where we are in life. And by focusing on emotional wellness, we give ourselves our best chance. Remember, Evolving Still is not a path, but a lifestyle.